Hello and welcome back to our Develop podcast. This is your host, Danielle Reynolds, and I am so excited to be with you all as we continue to connect, learn, and grow together. We have a fun episode today highlighting one of our more niche service lines, which is part of our consulting group. And when you think of public accounting firms, this service line may not come top of mind, but wow, has it grown here at our firm. And that is our mineral and asset management team. When I started here at Willie Penn, we didn't even have this group. And now there are four people dedicated to this service line spread out in multiple offices. So joining us today, I have Jason Fitzgerald, a manager on our mineral and asset management team out of our Fort Worth office. And fun fact, Jason was also a letterman on the TCU men's golf team. So you can ask him about that later when you connect. Jason, welcome and thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to get this recorded. Yeah, and talk all things mineral and asset management, right? Right. So tell us a little bit about you first. Where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to school? And what did you study to get you where you're at today? Yeah, so I was born and raised in Wichita Falls, Texas. It's a, about a 100,000 person uh, city just northwest of Fort Worth, about two hours. Um, it's considered one of the original homes of Texas oil and gas. Uh, if you looked at a map of Wichita Falls, it looks like a shotgun was blasted against mm-hmm. it with all of the oil wells that are poked in the ground. So uh, about three generations have been in the oil and gas business. And so I eventually went to TCU and found my way coming back um, after majoring in finance there and, and obviously playing golf. I uh, met a lot of folks in the industry and then uh, decided I wanted to get back into space. Um, once, gradu- once I graduated from TCU, I uh, started working for a company called Mineralware with, along with some other um, side things with the family business. Uh, Mineralware really exposed me to the minerals, uh, mineral rights, and the management side of, of that business and, and how they're traded. Um, uh, Mineralware was sold in, in 2022 in May. Um, we had a successful exit there and I was kind of leading our business development team and on all of our sales. So I uh, decided it was time and I joined the Whitley Penn Mineral Management Team in September of 2022. At the time, it was just one person, I believe, maybe two. Um, and since then, we've already added another senior manager, uh, Buffy Campbell, um, who's in our Dallas office here. So. Pretty exciting. It's a it's a lot, and uh, I'm excited to keep growing it. Yeah, that is great. So you kind of mentioned how you how you wound up here at Whitley Penn and mm-hmm. how that opportunity led you here. So let's just dive in. What is mineral management? Who needs it? And what does our team specifically focus on? Yeah. So. Mineral management is, is pretty unique. So obviously I think there's I think there's about twelve and a half million royalty owners in the US. And so US is really uh, unique in that you can have obviously your own mineral rights and they can be severed and traded and sold and passed down just like a real estate, a piece of real estate can. Um, so when you think about a horizontal oil well, it can span up to two miles long. Some of them recently have been going upwards of five miles in length. And so when those wells are drilled, there's all of these different plots of land that have all of these different mineral owners. So one well can have, you know, a thousand different mineral owners in it. 
Um, so that's greatly increased our side of the business. And what we're doing is taking these assets uh, that these these individuals or companies or, or different groups own, and we're going in and making sure all of the payments from the uh, oil and gas operators are correct. Um, all of the, the assets that they own are, are in pay status. We're helping pay property taxes, looking for any uh, you know advantages or anything we can help with on that side, like a protest, uh, if they do have a large increase. And then we're just kind of managing all of really a lot of the paper that comes through. So at any point in time, um, some of the owners we work with have, you know, hundreds and thousands of wells, they could be getting, you know, 500 pieces of mail a day. Like it's, it's pretty uh, wild to see how much paper and mail comes through. So we're just helping them and giving them the professional side, uh, whereas like the operator, they have a whole team to manage a lot of this. They have a whole company where the individual owner is kind of behind the eight ball on that, that they just have to manage it themselves. They're looking at different lease agreements, division orders, and a lot of times they're signing things that they really don't know what they're signing. Yeah. Um, so that's where we step in. And probably some, you know, if people inherited these, they're probably that probably comes as a huge opportunity for y'all, right? Right. So a lot of what we do, I guess we have we have two different ownership types, um, what I, or what I call ownership types. You have more of like the passive owner, which is the individual, the foundation, um, a university. A lot of times, where assets have been passed down through generations. Um, versus being bought actively, maybe by what we call like an active owner. That's kind of the other side, which usually is like a private equity backed group. Um, they're looking for an exit in three to five years or, you know, whatever their time frame is. And so we've really divided them into two different categories there. Um, a lot of times the active owners are trying to buy the passive owner's interest. So if there is a client that's looking for an exit, um, to get rid of their minerals or their royalties, uh, we can usually help um, connect those with, with other folks in the space trying to buy. Um, each different group kind of has their own uh, unique you know, wants and needs and, and what they're looking to get done. Um, so we really try to customize our services to match that. So for example, the passive owner, um, you know, they don't have as much as many requirements on the reporting side, but they're more curious just to make sure all of the payments are correct, the property taxes are being paid, and then estate planning wise that they're kind of in the right position trying to maximize the values from those assets that they've inherited or, you know, gained over the years. Whereas the active owners, they're looking at, you know, they have reporting requirements to their sponsors. Uh, you know, they need to track ROI, they need to be ready, uh, you know, if a sale does arise that they're ready to exit and they can facilitate that quickly, which what we've noticed, that's really not been the case. So one of the, one of, one of the biggest issues we see is these owners, these active owners will go to sale and, you know, it's kind of a, a just a mess when they are trying to get out of the asset. Um, so we're keeping them organized along the way and, and managing anything from basic land administration and, and document management and tracking tra uh, transactions, helping facilitate those um, all the way to, you know, we, we help on a lot of the accounting side as well. Yeah, so it seems like a lot of different services within this service line. Are there any y'all focus on maybe more compared to others or just? 
we started this the this whole arm in the looking at the passive owners and that's you know the typical way these are being managed right now is typically by a trust apartment where there's five you know 600 accounts um, whereas we bring more of like a tailored approach to the individual and we can kind of customize the solution it's not just like a you know here's your standard report that we give to everybody else we really tried to tailor it to that owner um, on the active owner side we can bring a lot of the accounting and reporting functions on that which really separates it on that front um, but the real genesis behind it was to, to go you know help the individual owner and give them a staff to have a group of professionals just like it was um, you know like just like the operators have yeah um, which it's kind of grown on its own to be expanding into that active owner space yeah so i mean it's definitely not a one-size-fits-all definitely You're not like a financial planner yeah. or wealth management but for as it relates to the mineral assets definitely, definitely. Yeah. everybody's got their own kind of wants and needs and what they need to have done. yeah i like that tailor it um so what types of clients does our team typically serve and who would be a good fit so you mentioned the individuals maybe family offices banks and trusts um tell us more about those good fit clients or prospects right so you obviously that you need to have for an ongoing management engagement for us we need to have revenue totals that make it economical for both parties to engage in that um we typically like to see a half million somewhere in there in annual royalty revenue um not that's kind of for the ongoing now outside of that we do work on kind of an hourly consulting you know one-off projects to help people maybe get set up on a software system or um, clean up their asset base a lot of times we get folks that come to us that say I don't know what I own. My grandfather bought these, you know, in the fifties or eighties or whatever their time frame was. And they don't really know where the assets are located. If there's new activity, is this something that's going to continue on for, you know, 50 years or is it more of like a 10 year time frame? You know, is it going to increase? Is there new activity? And so that's something on a one-off consulting job we can go in and, and give a lot of that info but mm -hmm. at the same time um, we do that on a regular basis for all of our you know ongoing mineral management clients um, so that covers individuals uh, family offices universities trusts mm -hmm. um, foundations or some of the bigger groups that we work with and then kind of on the active side it, it's just a little different um, you know, we can work with just about any size of aggregator or kind of our sweet spot's been, um, you know, the, the kind of a smaller to mid-range mineral buying shop that's doesn't want to carry a huge staff because they know they're going to turn it over at right. a, in a certain time frame. So they can use us to help manage that. And it's more of, you know, we're familiar. They're not doing a lot of training. They're not mm -hmm. managing benefits. You know, just basic management stuff. They can rely on us to handle a lot of that. Yeah. Um, and we can pair it with different services as needed. Yeah. Outsourcing is a great cost savings solution. Um, so we are a solutions driven firm. Um, can you touch on some of the solutions and the ultimate value you bring to your clients? Yeah. So I think for the individuals, it's just giving them a professional management versus them just signing agreements that they don't really know that they're getting into. And they can be cost effective um, 
because we do have kind of a other asset base and we can allocate only a certain amount of hours to them to make it really worth their while um, and kind of get the best of both worlds. Uh, and we're not just like, it's not like hiring a lawyer and, you know, having to review that. You get a little bit of the revenue and accounting side. You also get, you know, we do have a couple lawyers on staff that are still licensed and, and carry that. Um, but we we kind of mix both the revenue and accounting side together with the land administration okay. on our land side and, and pair those together. And that's really what mineral management is, is having kind of both of those worlds speak to each other and make all of the, you know, the revenue statements that you're getting make sense. Yeah. Um, so we, we bring a lot of value there on the individual side too, getting assets and pay when somebody doesn't really know um, what they have. So there's already been a couple instances with, you know, in the few months that I've been here, I think my totals up to about almost a half million that I've found mm-hmm. in suspense for clients that they just have no idea existed. Crazy. Um, so that's always a good day when we find that. It's not a guarantee for everybody, but if you, it is something that's been inherited more often than not, we're going to find enough revenue to pay for our services for a long time. Yeah, that is amazing. Um, so we bring a lot of value there. And then just the transparency is one of the mm-hmm. biggest things. We get them set up on a, a software we use called Mineralware. Obviously, I mm-hmm. uh, helped develop <laughs> a lot of that. So I'm really proud of that. And I think it's a great platform for a lot of individuals to use. So we do a lot of work with them and, and making sure people are set up and correct and, and everything's kind of accounted for there. Yeah. Um, on the kind of the active role to owner, you know, the PE backed group, it's getting them the reports timely that they need, being ready to exit at any time, and then having the you know the peace of mind on their front that if they do find an exit and they're they're ready to go, they're going to have a team that's ready to help them on that transaction and yeah. and get it sold. So just the cost effective solution um, when you have that fund and managing it. Yeah, what I'm hearing is full service, right? Yeah. Comprehensive yeah. accounting, the land administration, and a really proactive management process. Yeah, that's something that we take a, kind of a lot of pride in is is that proactive standpoint. So if there is open acreage, you know, something we look at using is a couple different partners to get those properties marketed. Mm-hmm. Um, if they are unleased, we'll, we'll try to get them leased up. Obviously okay. not rushing into anything and, and getting a bad agreement, but really vetting those and um, seeing if there's opportunities to bring more revenue. Yeah. Um, I know a couple of the clients we work with, they have quite a bit of surface ownership. So it's a little different to manage mm-hmm. that, but you have, you know, surface use agreements and right of ways and, um, you know, and, and kind of out in the basin and the Permian basin will sell caliche and water rights mm-hmm. and just getting more value out of that property rather than kind of just letting it sit there stagnant. Yeah. Um, really property managers in that aspect. Okay. Every market's probably very unique, right? Very, very <laughs> different. Every basin's different. Um, that's another thing. We cover pretty much the entire U.S. We'll have okay. a client that right now that has assets in every, just about every basin. Okay. Um, so that spans from coast to coast, really. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, though. it's fun. Managing it all right here from Texas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's luckily softwares like Mineralware yeah. and, and, you know, all the resources that are digital now, it's... You can really be anywhere in the U.S. and manage a lot of these assets. Yeah, that's great. So, how do you see this industry, you know, changing, growing, evolving over over time, over the next few years? Right. So, 
wells are going to keep getting drilled kind of no matter what. And, you know, it might slow down. It might pick up. Nobody really knows what's going to happen there. But there's still going to be new production. There's still going to be wells coming online. Um, so there's it's kind of an ever-growing business in that aspect. Um, mineral rights keep getting passed down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes they get severed up and kind of split. And there's just new issues that keep coming up with those to manage them. So we see that. Um you know, as an opportunity for us to keep adding our to our client base and, and growing this side of the business for us. Um, and mineral rights are still being traded daily um, by those kind of those active buyers. And so um, the more that we can work with there, I think you're starting to see a streamline in the process for a lot of groups that are moving in that direction of, hey, we don't want to staff up. We don't want to, you know, really carry this, this huge amount of employees. And so we'll um, be able to step in there. And a lot of people have found a lot of success with it. And it's really cost effective yeah. compared to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's the plan. I love it. So um, you mentioned, you know, mineral assets getting passed down. Are, are there other internal service lines y'all work pretty closely with here? Right. So that's one of the biggest things that drew me to Whitley Penn um, and where I saw a lot of opportunity to help grow that business is, you know, between the tax side of things and your income tax filings, um, I think in our tax group, there's like a, like almost a thousand people or somewhere in there around that own mineral rights. Okay. That's just at Whitley Penn. Mm-hmm. Um, so we work very, very closely with the tax group and we provide all of the tax partners and whoever's prepping those. We get them all the information basically on a silver platter of, you know, all the revenue, here's the operators. We check to make sure it's right back to the 1099. We prep all of that for the client. Um, and then the same thing on the active owner side, um, when it comes to the taxes, it's, it's kind of the same front there. We'll, we'll prep um, and, uh, and get them all the information they need as well uh, to send off to sponsors, to get ready for the audit. We'll work with the auditors. Um, another group that we really work closely with is the wealth management team here. Um, because usually when you have a lot of royalties that usually comes with a lot of revenue typically. So we work hand in hand with them with the state planning and making sure that money's being managed for generations to come, not just what's being delivered, you know, today. Yeah. What a great benefit. Yeah. Especially if I were on the other side, knowing I had mineral and assets to manage and I was working, you know, whether it's tax side or wealth side, knowing that a team is actively looking at that to help you grow. That's a huge benefit. Yeah. Having all of that in office, there's a few groups that we work with that, that they rave about that. Yeah. Having They only have one meeting and then all yeah. of us on the back end are all talking to each other, sharing information internally. And it's really right. easy to get information from me to a tax partner whoever's preparing those to, or to their wealth manager or their wealth advisor and, and sharing all of that info. Um, you know, we're all sitting in the same office and we speak regularly. So when they come in, the, the client comes in um, and sits down for like their annual meeting or mm-hmm. quarterly meeting. We've got it all prepared and put into one. So yeah. I think it really separates us on that front, um, having all of that paired together. The client kind of knows that, okay, this is all being managed and 
it really makes their life a whole lot easier. Yeah. Hello, efficiency, right? Yes, um, absolutely. We like efficiency. Yeah. So is there anything that I have not asked you that you want to share about our mineral and asset management team? I The, the biggest thing that I think a lot of people get turned away from with mineral and asset management is, is kind of the old standard of, you know, it's, it's kind of a big bank and you're just kind mm-hmm. of another number. And I think Willie Penn really changes that. Um, where we'll bring in, it's more of a tailored approach. It's, you know, the fee schedule is really customizable. We'll find something that fits for you. Um, you know, some folks like a percentage of revenue route. So okay. if you ride the highs and lows, we're open to that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're open to do more of like an hourly flat rate, just whatever fits that client. Every group that comes to us um, that we work with or every individual, it's, it's just a little different. And so we fit what's best on our end or, you know, what's best on their end, we'll make it work on our end um, and tailor that approach for them. Um, but I think a lot of people think that they don't either make enough money to their royalties aren't high enough or they're just going to decline. Well, that's something we can look at in the, in the conversation up front to see if it's going to be economical or yeah. not. And, and if there is an opportunity to get more value from those assets. Well, you don't know if you don't ask, right? Right. It's always <laughs> worth the conversation is what I say. I love that. So Jason, thank you again for joining me today, sharing about our mineral and asset management team. I'm certainly looking forward to continuing to work with you and watching the success of your team. And if y'all have any questions, you want to learn more, you want to reach out, I would love to connect you directly with Jason. So hope you enjoyed this episode and we will talk soon. Oh.